Hi everyone, welcome to the Turn It Up Marriage Tips Podcast with your host, Kelly Dupay. This podcast is filled with easy to understand and easy to apply tips and tools so that you can have the lifelong marriage that you really want. I hope you're excited because today's episode is really going to help you. Here it is. Hey everybody, how you doing today? Do you know how to get what you need in your marriage? Do you know how to get what you need in your marriage? We all have needs. We all have things that we want. We all have things that we'd like to see happen that may not be happening now. Do you know how to see those things become reality in your relationship so that your relationship or marriage can get better and stronger? Well, here's the answer. The answer is you ask for it. Wow, (laughs) what an amazing concept. You just, oh, is that all I have to do is ask? Yes, but do you know how to ask in a way that will empower your husband or wife to provide what you need in a way that's going to, to really meet your needs and build and strengthen your connection? Do you know how to ask? Okay, we know that we need to ask, but sometimes people just blurt it out. You know, sometimes they don't think about what their spouse needs or what they're interested in or what their challenges are, or they ask for things that are unrealistic. Or the big thing that I see happen is that they ask for something, but they don't ever tell their husband or wife when they would like to see that happen. So that's a huge mistake. So anyways, today we are going to be looking at, and in this recording, I'm going to teach you how to make smart requests. Smart requests. Hi, my name's Kelly. I'm a pastor, a police chaplain, and I'm a communications coach that helps couples communicate better so they can have the lifelong marriage that they really want. And I'm also the author of a book, Turn it up, how to have the lifelong marriage that you really want. So I'm here today to help you communicate better. And the way to do that is to make smart requests. But before I tell you how to make a smart request, let me just state something that perhaps you've forgotten. Your spouse, your husband or your wife is not a mind reader. Oh, yeah. And it's so obvious, but yet people forget that. And I think the reason we forget that is because it's hard to admit that we have needs. Yeah, we don't like to admit we have needs. We don't want to be needy, do we? And so what do we do? We pretend that everything is great and we don't ever get in touch with our needs, nor do we certainly don't express them or ask for what we need. Instead, you know what I see happen? is that we put shoulds on our spouse. And I've got a whole other video on that, you know, uh, actually a recording that says, should you use the word should with your spouse? So I'll put the link to that uh, in the the description here today. But um, anyways, you know what we do? We put a should on our spouse and it goes like this. Well, if he loved me, he would know what I want. If he loved me, he should know what I need. And so now we have an unexpressed expectation, an unexpressed request. And we're hoping simply because you hope your husband or your wife love you, okay? And so because they love you, you hope that they know what you need. Well, you know what? 
all you're doing is setting yourself up for frustration and hurt and disappointment if you take that attitude. Because here's the reality. Your spouse, as I said a moment ago, can't read your mind. They don't know. They don't know what you want. They don't know what you need. So the thing to do is get in touch with your own needs. If you're not happy, if you need something different in your marriage or relationship, ask for it. But how to ask for it? I want to give you what I think is the best way to ask. And it's using the acronym SMART. S-M-A-R-T. If, by the way, you've been around any kind of business training, there was a guy named Peter Drucker um, who probably, I don't know, 50 years ago or something, maybe less than that. But I remember first hearing the word SMART in relationship to setting goals. Okay, so I'm going to take that same acronym. I think I'm changing it slightly and I'm going to apply it to making requests. So S-M-A-R-T. So if this sounds a little bit familiar to you, if you're familiar with kind of some business uh, training or literature that's been out in the last, you know, 20, 30 years. Um, I'm totally stealing this from Peter Drucker, but I'm applying it to your marriage because it makes sense. And I think it's really going to help you. So are you ready? You might want to write this down. You might want to put it up on the wall somewhere and definitely um, put it into practice. So smart requests goes like this. S stands for specific Think about what you want, okay? Um, you know, sometimes as a pastor, I think I hear people praying this, well, Lord, I just pray that you would bless me today. Well, what is that? Okay. I mean, it's a good request. God, I pray that you would bless me. It's not a bad thing to pray, but it's not very specific, you know? Um, and and it, I can almost imagine God in heaven going, okay, um, how? <laughs> How do you want me to bless you today? That's a specific request is when we say how. So think about being specific. Don't just say, I want you to love me or I want you to make me feel special. You know, my wife came to me several or, or early on in our marriage. And I tell this story a lot and it's in my book about how she came to me one day and she said, I don't feel special to you. But you know what? She was specific. And I'll tell you how in a moment. So anyways... Um, be specific. What do you really want? And then spell it out for that person. And ladies, I want to tell you, not only is your husband not a mind reader, they also can't figure you out. <laughs> okay. We want to give you what you want. We want to meet your needs. We want to be the knight in shining armor that comes to your rescue that, that really is there to save the day. But you know what? We don't know how to do that. So being specific is really going to help us, and uh, you'll be glad you did. So be specific. M stands for measurable. In some way, you want to put a number on the request you're making. For example, if you say, you know what, I'd like to go out to dinner with you. Okay, that's a great request. Would you please take me out to dinner? But here's the key. What do you mean? How often would you like to go out to dinner with your husband or your wife? Okay, um, how, how often? Is it once? Maybe. Is that all you're asking for? I'd like to go out to dinner with you because your husband may you know, take you out to dinner this weekend and then say, okay, good, done. <laughs> 
pass, you know, cross that off the list. I took her out to dinner once. Okay. I met her need. And you may be thinking, no, I don't want to go out to dinner just once. I want to go out to dinner maybe once a month or maybe once a week. Okay. So what you need to do is you may need to make it measurable. How many times do you want your husband or your wife to um, go out to dinner with you? Okay. So that's what I mean by measurable. Um, A stands for action-oriented. This is where being specific really pays off, by the way. Once you get a vision or an idea of what you want, then make it into an action step. I mentioned before that my wife came to me and said, I'm not happy. I don't feel loved by you. She gave me an action item. I loved it. She said, here's an idea. Why don't you give me a just because gift? And I said, well, what's that? See, I'd never even heard of it. In my life, in my um, upbringing, we only gave gifts to each other in my family at holidays or at or birthdays. So it was either birthday or Christmas or, you know, that was about it. You didn't get gifts any other time of the year. Um, and she said, here's what I would like. The next time you're at Target or maybe Walmart, just think about, hey, what can I do and what can I get? Um, uh, Carrie, just to let her know that I'm thinking about her, that I'm that that um, I want to give her a gift, and and just surprise me with something out of the blue. You know, flowers is a great thing, but if you give your flowers like once a week every Friday, well, then it's not a just because gift. Now it's an expectation. Hey, we have flowers every weekend, but every now and then, occasionally, when you think about it, when you you know those kinds of things, it becomes a just because gift. So she gave me an actionable item that I could do to make her feel special. Give me a just because gift. And I super appreciated her for doing that. So um, S is specific. M is measurable. Okay. A is action oriented. R stands for reasonable. You may say, hey, honey, uh, would you please take me to Hawaii on vacation this year? Now, that's very specific. It's measurable, right? You're asking to go this, this, um, this year. It's even time-oriented, and that's what the T stands for, and I'll explain that in a moment. But is it reasonable? And it's only reasonable if you can afford it. Hawaii is kind of a big deal. It costs a lot of money to fly and get a hotel and all the food and everything there. If you can afford it, great. Say, yes, honey, I'd love to take you to Hawaii. That's something we can fit into our budget. But you know what? If you know that, yeah, I'd love to go to Hawaii, but we just can't afford it. Well, guess what? It's not reasonable. Don't put your husband or your wife in a place to have to say no to you by asking for something that's not reasonable. And then T stands for time. So put a time frame on it. I remember a couple in my office was telling me one time and the, the wife was, was complaining saying, you know, he never does what I ask him to do. And I said, well, what do you mean by that? She says, well, I asked him the other day to put up the Christmas lights. And I go, well, what's going on, sir? How come you didn't put up the Christmas lights? And he goes, it's not Christmas yet. And it was about the, the beginning or middle of December when we were actually having that conversation. But in his mind, Christmas lights, well, that means I can go up until December 24th because Christmas is on Christmas Day. And, and so anyways, there was, it was like a simple solution. You know, would you please put up the Christmas lights 
this weekend. Would you please mow the lawn by five o'clock this Saturday? Being specific with the time requested by. Okay, so here's the, the smart request. Make it specific, measurable, action-oriented, reasonable, and time. By the way, the best way to make a request is to ask a question. Make it a question. And the way to make a question is that you start it with the words, would you please? Yeah, you see, a request is not an order. It's not a should. Well, you should, you know, mow the lawn or you should take me out to dinner or you should, you know, whatever, buy me just because gifts. No, that's not a request. That's an order. That's a command. And you don't want to give orders and commands. You want to make a request. But then the next step, once you make your smart request, allow the person to respond. Sometimes we make requests and then you know, they just walk out of the room and the person never has a chance to, um, you know, negotiate. And so when you ask or wait for a response, allow room for negotiation. You know, you may say, hey, honey, would you mow the lawn uh, this weekend by Sunday at five o'clock? He may say, well, I can mow part of the lawn, but I'm really busy this weekend and I'll finish the rest, you know, the following Saturday. So now he's changing uh, the time or maybe he's changing the task. Okay, so you can allow room for negotiation. Once, by the way, you negotiate, come to an agreement. All right, this is what we're going to do. This is what you're going to do. And then you restate it. Yeah, so you're going to mow the lawn by Sunday at 5. Yes, I am. And then what that agreement does is that it produces a commitment. Yeah, and we need to think about that um, as making a promise. Because, uh, gentlemen, let me tell you, your wife needs to know what, he, what she can count on from you. And so when you make a commitment, I want you to think old school here. I want you to go back to the place where it was, uh, you know, maybe in our dad's or grandfather's generation, where you would say, my word is my bond. I'm going to shake hands with you. I'm going to tell you I'm going to do this. We don't even need to write it down because I'm committed to, do, to doing this. And you make that kind of promise and commitment. And I think we need to start recognizing that the, when we make an agreement or, or agree to a request that our spouse makes, we need to make our word our bond. We need to know that, hey, you know what? I made a promise to my wife that I would mow the lawn this weekend. So yeah, your buddy calls you up and says, hey, let's go play golf Sunday afternoon. Uh, no, sorry, I can't. What do you mean you can't? Well, I'm, I'm, I made a commitment to mow the lawn. Well, mow the lawn on Monday. Well, no, I promised to do it by Sunday at five. Now, you can always go back to your wife and say, hey, I know, honey, that I made a commitment to do it by Sunday at 5. Can I do it by Monday? Because I want to go play golf with my friends Sunday afternoon. And I'm off this Monday anyway, so I'll do it on Monday. Was that okay? Now, that's different. Now, you're renegotiating the commitment. But let me tell you that sometimes what, we, what I see couples do is, A, either they don't come to an agreement about what to do by the right time, or they assume there's agreement. You know, in other words, would you please? And then they just leave the room and they assume the answer is yes. The other mistake I see is that sometimes we fail to allow for negotiation. So we don't listen. And, and then, of course, when we make an agreement or negotiate something and come to an agreement, then what happens is we fail to um, complete the task. 
And so I want to encourage you, if you want to have a great marriage, if you want to have great communication, make clear, specific, measurable, action-oriented, reasonable, and time-bound requests. Make smart requests, come to an agreement, and then follow through on your commitment. And you're going to see your marriage go to a whole nother level of harmony and love and trust. Yeah, why? Because when your wife or husband sees that you are a person of your word, you know what that builds? It builds trust. And the byproduct of trust is intimacy. Think about that. You see, you're never really going to open up. You're never going to be close to someone you can't trust. And trust is earned. Okay, you earn it day by day, little by little, by showing up, by providing, by being there, by listening, by understanding lots of other things. But let me just suffice it to say, build trust and have the great lifelong marriage that you really want and that God wants you to have as well. Uh, James 4 verse 2, the Bible tells us you have not because you don't ask. So you know what? Make some requests. Ask for what you need and let your spouse make a commitment to you and show up and fulfill that request. You'll be glad you did. Once again, I'm Kelly. I'm a pastor. I'm a police chaplain. I'm a communications coach that helps couples communicate better so they can have the lifelong marriage that they want. want to encourage you, by the way, to check out my website. Uh, it's turnitup.coach. While you're there, you can book a free call with me if you need some marriage coaching. Um, you can also buy my book. You can also make a donation to this marriage ministry if you'd like. And then check out my other um, uh, videos, my other marriage tip videos on my YouTube channel. And then also, if a podcast is more what you would like, then you can listen to the same messages on the podcast. And those um, links are in uh, the description. So God bless you guys, and may God bless your marriage. Bye for now. Hey everybody, it's Kelly, and thank you for listening to this episode of my podcast. If there's anything else I can do for you, please reach out to me at my website, which is turnitup.coach. There you'll find lots of other free marriage and relationship resources. Also, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please follow, rate, and review this show so that I can let other people know about it as well. It really, really helps, and I would love to hear your thoughts and uh, see how you review it. So thank you very much in advance for following, rating, and reviewing this podcast. Lastly, I have a free Facebook group called Turn It Up, a group about relationships and marriage, and I'd love to have you join us. So look us up on Facebook and uh, apply to join us, and I'll be glad to accept you. Thanks for listening again. God bless you.